Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Boss Your Business, where I pick people's brain of how they are building a business that allows them to live the life they want, whatever that means. And today, today, guys, I have Stacy Hall here. Stacy, you have coached thousands of entrepreneurs on how to attract sales satisfaction and success. Talk about that's a big thing. That's a big thing. <laughs> You're a best selling author, TEDx presenter, and a leading social media marketing expert. You are also the founder of Success with Stacey Hall and of the groundbreaking social media marketing training program, Go For Yes. Love that one. Yeah. which helped thousands of people attract more sales customers, employee satisfaction, and success. That's quite a mouthful. And my downfall, sales is not my thing. It's not most people's thing. We, oh, do we just and, 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 it's not our thing? Yeah, it's not our thing. Really, that's the point. And yet, it is our thing. It It's... We are selling, whether we're in sales, whether we're in business, human relationships thrive on people making suggestions, improving other people's lives, giving tips, right? Being of service. All of that is what sales is supposed to be. Hmm. That's making an offer. Like, could you make an offer? Could you ask somebody to do something for you? We do it all the time. All right. But what if we could ask somebody to do something that benefits them? Would you want to do this because it would benefit you? We do that all the time too, right? I think this could help you. You've been telling me you've been complaining about this. Rather than complain, why don't you try this? We say that stuff all the time, right? That's yeah, sales. yeah, you got a point to that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not sales is nothing more really than than a recommendation with a price tag attached to it. That's exactly it. And and what gets yucky, and it's why I call my program Go for Yes, is that we're we have been taught, and I know this that it's been years because I'm I'm over 40 a lot, and I grew up in a household where my father was being trained as a salesperson. He he went into sales because he couldn't get a job and what he wanted to do. He was a geologist, loved people, wanted to make money from the family. Everybody said, go into sales. Well, they tried to train out of him being a people person. And train people person being sales? Well, you would think, right? Like, that's what they said. You're good with people. And then... They trained it out of him that he had, well, tried to because it didn't work. He, you know, it's the idea of you can't be friends with the people who are your customers because they'll take advantage of you. Like that's what, so I, I could go on and on, but it just is too depressing yeah. to think about. That is how sales got to be a dirty word. The teaching people to be pushy, spammy, to expect that they're going to say no to you. So you've got to push them back. All of that is not what sales is supposed to be, but it's what it became. Hmm. So Stacy, before we dive deeper into all of this, how did you get here? What What's Stacy's story? Okay, well, I, was, I got here because I watched my dad be miserable for many years and he eventually Ooh. did leave and become a teacher. But I, I started 
my career. I, I love journalism and I love public relations, getting using other companies' money to do good things in the world. And I, that's I what I'm that. this idealistic kid coming out of college with a degree in PR, being told that's exactly what it's like out there. And then I went and got jobs in PR and I found out they were just pure publicity. Fake news, if you want. It's been going on for a very long time. And it does get paid for. I decided to go into advertising very quickly after graduation, after doing publicity for a little bit of time. I went into advertising because it was more honest, right? Everybody, if you see an ad, you know somebody paid for it. It's not disguised as news. From there, well, I learned every aspect of marketing and then the selling because marketing sets up the information, provides the information so people go buy. And I did that for many years for major corporations and I was good at it and I loved it because I felt like I was being honest and also presenting truthful information. So fast forward, my last corporate job was working for a major university as the director for their alumni organization. And while I was there, I was asked if I would teach classes for the small business development center that was associated with the university. And I got in the room and they gave me this manual and I'm looking through the manual. I'm like, this is a manual for marketing Coca-Cola. <laughs> like, and I'm looking at hairstylists and, uh, and insurance brokers, you know, and that, that doesn't care. quite align. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And network marketers, like, I think we're throwing the manual out. And then that's how I developed my own training. And I, I turned my last job into my first client. I kept working on projects for them while I went out and started my consulting business more than 25 years ago for entrepreneurs, teaching oh, them how to sell. Let's let's throw this curriculum out. This is just BS. We don't it, need this. Let's this group of people. This. It was. It, it was great. It's like these people don't need to go get loans from banks. You know, they're asking them to project. Not like they have. Most of them had no business experience at all. They just had a passion for what they want to do. And yes, there's business training that can that must occur, but they needed customers, and and they're sitting there. And I just. I don't need a loan if you can teach me how to get customers to come to me. And I think that that comes down to one big thing in the industry in general, where it's like, this worked for me, so do it and it's going to work for you. I'm like, no. Yes, maybe, but we need to see if this path actually is the one for me. Just because it worked for you doesn't mean it's just plain out of the box going to work for me. Oh, that's, 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 that's one of my buttons. It's yeah. like, that's, that's as bad as posting on Facebook. Hey, should I buy a Mac or a PC? What's your goal? Where do you want to go? Are you the next Coca-Cola? Then this might work for you. If not, um, we might want to adjust some of this. Right there with you. Right there. Oh, that's my, what my book, Selling from Your Comfort Zone. It's not about... You can lay on the couch and be lazy. That's not what I'm teaching people. What I am hoping to help change thoughts patterns is that our comfort zone is actually our power zone. And inside that zone is my core values, 
my gifts, my skills, how I want to be treated, how I want to treat other people. And so if I'm in my zone and you're in your zone, we may have some overlap, but our zones are going to have some unique arenas. So yes, I am with you. When someone says, get out of your comfort zone and follow me to success. Oh no, that's follow me to failure for you. And so inside the book, I provide exercises to help people identify the circumference of their zone. And then how do you use your strengths to be able to get in alignment with your ideal audience, what to say to them, where to meet them. So they want to say yes to you. Now, my question is diving into this whole comfort zone, discomfort zone taking it out of just the sales and from where you add your values and everything. I completely agree with the, with the piece of the comfort zone. Um, how do you see though, trying to do step out of your comfort zone once in a while, not just for sales, but in general, um, do you still see doing something that might be uncomfortable once in a while and testing it out as a good thing or, how, how do you look at the comfort zone versus stepping out of your comfort zone? I appreciate it. I call this in the book, the rubber band effect. So a rubber band has its original circumference that it has elastic to it and it can expand, expand too far. It breaks. So I say, keep expanding the zone and I'll give an example here. For me, it is not in my comfort zone to jump out of an airplane. It just isn't. I don't see. I love that you use now. that example. I did. I did. It, I. I see. For you, you did. For me, I'm like, I don't see any reason to do it. I'm perfectly comfortable staying in the plane, going wherever I want, without jumping out of it. Without jumping. <laughs> and and if but if I saw a reason. If somehow I could connect it to my values, my strengths, or something I wanted to, to uh, tie it to, and the only way to do it would be to jump out of that plane, then I would be expanding my comfort zone. So if the plane you, is if the plane is on fire, you're gonna put that parachute I, well, on and you're yeah, gonna jump that, out. Most likely I would go. Uh-huh. But, but this is why people say to me, Well, I did such well, guess what? I am not a great swimmer, but I snorkeled in the Great Barrier Reef. It was on my bucket list. It was something I wanted to be able to say to do. I wanted to see what was underneath the water. I was mm -hmm. created a very safe zone. I was with my husband, a whole group of people. I stayed close to where everybody was. I created a larger comfort zone for me to do that, even though I am probably the world's worst swimmer. Now, a boat, a fast boat with a life jacket on, that's, that's Let's go have some fun. Myself. I don't have to expand anything there, but getting out of the boat into the water, going to look, mm. that was, but I wanted to do it. It was something I knew that would give me satisfaction. So that's. I love, I love that rubber band analogy because it allows, it allows for growth. It allows for stepping out of your comfort zone, but still keeps you in that you don't have to do it all. You don't, you, it, again, I'm like, I wanted to jump out of a perfectly play, fine plane. It's been on my to-do list forever. 
simply because I love flying and I wanted to have that that free fall. But that is in my extended comfort zone. So yeah, I really, really, really like the uh, um, the rubber band analogy of letting people find their own discomfort zone. Yeah, it's like that. we, that's how we grow. We can keep stretching a bit, right? It's like the comfy band of a sweatpants, as my girlfriend Coriani Baptist says. Um, she, Especially for Thanksgiving, we need that one. Ex- that's exactly right. Maybe you don't want to stay there always, but you're going to test out. Or maybe you do. Maybe as you get a little bit bigger, it feels more comfortable to let that, that band out. And there has not been anybody who, if I said this to them, I'll go, okay, if getting out of your comfort zone means that you'd have to get out of alignment with who you are, with your values, your strengths, your skills, would you do that? And I have not had anyone say to me, yes, I'd be willing to be out of alignment with myself. Well, that's what it means. But inside your comfort zone, as you expand, you're still in that alignment. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. Um, Stacey, we've been talking about staying in your comfort zone, getting out of your comfort zone, maybe just a little bit. What is your business comfort zone? So how how have you built your business to live the life you want? What, what does that look like? Well, first off, it means staying in connection to my passion. And my passion has been for many, many years to help other entrepreneurs be able to leave a legacy that lives on mm-hmm. long after they're gone. Probably got started because I don't have children of my own. So I, was I know that them. one way too well, where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm in that boat with you. Yeah. So years ago, I was like, well, what can I leave? Well, I can leave my message, right? Everybody can leave their message. Now, I like to work with people who are leaving positive messages. And there are many, many different ways. This is where the comfort zone comes in again. Some people love to be public speakers. Some people prefer to go live and not have a live on, you know, they just go live. They say what they want, whether anybody's there or not, they're doing it for them. Some people like to be authors or bloggers. Some people like to be on podcasts like this where someone else is asking the questions. Other people like to be podcast hosts where you get to ask the questions. There are so many different ways now for us to leave our message. That's what I love to do. So my business is built upon turning entrepreneurs who just push products into wisdompreneurs who understand how to share their knowledge and, oh, by the way, also sell products. You're the first one that brought up wisdompreneur. I've never heard that term before and I will freaking love it. And it's, I, it's funny. It kind of has a cycle. It's been going through the years. There are people who say that they coined it. I didn't coin it. And to me, okay. it is far more than a thought leader. A thought leader, nothing wrong with thought leaders. They, they put out thoughts. And a thought leader who understands that they get to value those thoughts, that putting them out there requires an exchange of financial gain, I'm going to say, that's a wisdompreneur. 
and does it without apologizing because this is what we've been given to make the world a better place. I love that. Thank hmm, you. Learning a lot today. Um, now, running a business takes a lot. It takes a lot helping our clients figure things out and do all the things they want to do. Um, how, how have you set up your business? How have you built your business to, to make that possible? What are, are you running a big team? Are you running a small team? What's some tools and processes that you have implemented to be able to do all the things you're doing? Well, it took a while to finally get the right mix and I'm always tweaking. That said, there are some things that are working very, very well. So my business is growing rapidly right now. And, and which is the way I'd like it to be. It's constantly growing without causing me to feel overwhelmed. I know what I must show up to do. Like I can't bring someone else in to stand in for me on a podcast. That said, I can prepare material myself and other people can distribute it for me. So I have a team that helps distribute. I have somebody who manages my website beautifully. Shout out to Elisa Martigan. I have an Instagram uh, manager for me. So again, I've got the content. He designs the graphics and he monitors the distribution of it and on YouTube. On Facebook, it's me. I love Facebook. I've got, I've been there for so long. Most of the people I know very personally, I, I just love being there. It's kind of like my party. I just check into Facebook as my party with my friends throughout the day. Uh -huh. On LinkedIn, I'm the same. I, I have been on LinkedIn a long time. So those are two places where I show up. I love to partner. I do a lot of project partnerships. Hmm. So I'm not in business. I've had business partners in the past. I chose not to do that again. I It's my business. I partner on various projects. Collaborations. Yeah, I'm similar where it's like, okay, this is my business. I have the last say. I don't want to have to. And again, there's a lot of businesses out there that work well with partners where it's even marriage as well as business partners. For me, I'm like. I'm opinionated about how I want things done. Let's not mingle that with other people. But I do, just like you, like to do some collaboration. So there's a certain project, there is a summit coming up or whatever it is, and just collaborating for that specific project. And it sounds yeah. like that's exactly what you do too. Exactly. And then I have affiliate programs. Like rather than me putting the burden on all my show on my shoulders fully. I allow people to tell people about my programs and I'm happy to pay them when they refer people to me. So it, it works. And to me, it is like running a big business because there's a lot of different moving parts in different places, parts and people. I want to say I really honor the people that I've been so blessed to attract. And, and so the less that I have to do myself gives me more time to be able to support the people who are doing it. And I, I've taken the word manage out. I don't manage. I don't direct. I have a mission. They're experts in their area. Mm -hmm. I do what I can to support them being able to do what they do for me on my behalf, on my, for behalf of my audience. 
And I'm, I'm happy to see more and more businesses, large and small, switch that. I've seen a lot of companies in the, in the smaller area and as an entrepreneur area not using the, the team employee or something like that anymore, where it's like, okay, we are one big team. We have a company goal that we are going after. And we do our best to align your personal goals and your personal values with the one from the company so that that the team feels supported and and like having an impact too. And it's not just, oh, yeah, I'm sitting here nine to five getting the thing done. <laughs> oh, no, they have far more of that. Truly, I, that's, that was probably the biggest adjustment was once I partnered with people who know what they're doing, mm -hmm. I, I, it's very different where in the past, I'm going to say, sometimes I brought people on to give them a chance to do something. And it wound up taking me far longer to train them and wait for them to catch up. And, and one day I just said, you know what, Stace, that's all fine and good. You've got a business. First, let's get the business running correctly. Then you can bring people in and give them a leg up on smaller projects. But on the stuff yeah. that really counts, bring in professionals. And so doing that, they actually, I, sometimes I feel like I'm running to catch up with them. They're like, okay, we need this from you. We need that from, okay, all right, got it. So I'm working for them. <laughs> my, my, VA, my VA does the same thing to yeah. me. I wake up to a message this morning in, in ClickUp and it's like, I've been something, I don't know if I'm coming down with something or what it is. I could just sleep all day long okay. right now. And I did not check my ClickUp, how I'm supposed to be checking to support my team of what I need to get done, right? You know, when, when those days happens once in a while. Oh, yeah. And I wake up to a message this morning. And he's like, so on your newsletter, what do you want to talk about the personal? Where do I find that information? Um, <clears throat> It should be in this task because I should have recorded <laughs> something for you yesterday. Um. <laughs> Here's the information. Oh, yeah, she is on my body. She keeps me accountable. She keeps me going. I don't know. Over the last year, I'm like, we, we all go through ups and downs, right? So it's great having people in your corner that are like, so, maybe did you do your job? Um, <clears throat> yeah, get that way to you. <laughs> yeah, it was, I'm going to tell you, it was an adjustment at the beginning. It was just like, who are there? I don't have a boss. It's like, Stays yeah. mindset shift. They're work. They're here to help you look good. Get with the program. So that was for me. And I think that's that's one of the things that I often that my clients often realize. And I'm like, again, I'm guilty of this myself. Don't give me wrong. We are all humans, right? Where it's like, yeah, we are the bottleneck usually. No matter if that is a but I don't have a boss. I went into this to not have a boss. Mm, do you want them to do their job well? That's, that's right. So let them tell you what they need from you. Um, but also being able to, to give up that, oh, yeah, I fixed that. I've done that. You don't have to. You. They need That doesn't need to be an ego with that. It's they know what they are doing. So... Let them do and let them tell you what they need rather than you spending all of this brain power and being the bottleneck in this process. 
I said, listen, all my VAs right now, if I'm going to send this to, they're going to go, yes, Stacy, yes, Stacy. So I'm, getting, I'm getting much, much better, much, much better. I will say this. I'm, I'm ahead of the game. They, they tell me what's coming up. I actually look ahead of time and give them as much notice as I possibly can. But that that's when I knew I had a real business, that I wasn't yeah. just piecemealing it anymore. I have a team that knows what they're doing before I even know what to and do. The nice thing is it also means they love what they do. They they yes. have your back. They're out for the best of you. And it's like, I think that's the moment when you are switching from solopreneur and being reactive to more of being a business owner and CEO and being proactive. Absolutely. So very quickly, I'm going to say Christian, Brenda G, yeah. <laughs> Kat, thank you all very much. And then to all, I won't list all my partners at, and that's a shout out. I'm thinking of you all right now because I really do appreciate all that, all that support. I might just get in trouble with a whole bunch of CEOs because the VAs cut out that piece of stop being the bottleneck and just sending it as a gift to their CEO. <laughs> uh, let's hope that's not going to happen. Um, let's get technical for a second. What are some of your everyday tools that allow you to do and stay up to date with all the things you are doing? Well, okay. So tools can be, I'm also going to throw in resources. So Perfect. And, and again, you just said Love about it. editing, but I'm going to say some of this may be edited out, but you asked, so I'm going to go for it. Go for it. There's a platform. So as I said, I love to help folks get their message out there, which means I have to get my message out there first. So there's a platform called Digital Mentors, and I am a that's one of my project partners. And that's where my go for yes program is located, which is a video training program. And the platform allows for easy funnel making. It's like done for you funnels, done for you courses, done for you products and upsells. It takes me, you know, what, what probably in the past would have taken thousands of dollars to create every time now is included in a monthly membership and even I can do it, which saves me time. So I can go in and do the basics. And if anything needs upgrading, then I have a, one of my assistants who's more advanced at that, just do that piece. So I love that. I love Canva, gotta say, love Canva for creating graphics. Even I can create great looking graphics. That makes my life easy. I love Trello. Tell everybody at Trello, it helps organize my mind. And I think it's the best way to work on projects with other people. You know, yes, we can record, but who's got time to go back and listen to the replay? Yeah. And how many people are actually listening to the replay? They don't. And so having the notes right there and being able to collaborate, I love Trello. And then I'm going to say in terms of a resource where I have access to lots of people. I hope it's okay. I can say this. Yeah. It's powerful women today. Powerfulwomentoday.com is a very, um, I'm going to say everybody is welcome but at the level of their mentor experts who provide a lot of knowledge. And, and that's where I get to play as well. We're all, accomplished. I will say we've got years of experience mm -hmm. 
which makes it really easy for us to be able to relate to others who don't have years of experience. Yeah. And it's one place to get knowledge about how to get on stages, how to blog, how to podcast, how to be a podcast guest, how to get published. All of that is there because we've got that wealth of information, as well as if you need a divorce lawyer, there's a lawyer there, right? If, if there's you got a full on support system. A full on, and, and I really believe that everyone who wants to be successful, as you know, who you we surround ourselves, in your corner. yes, and who we surround ourselves makes the difference in our earning potential. Yep. So these are what I consider to be, you know, having actual tools that make life easy and fast and having people surrounding me that's the best of everything. And I have, yeah, I can only say yes to that. Um, I have seen the change from changing locations, moving from Sacramento to San Diego, which had a huge impact on my business. Um, paying attention to who I surround myself with has a huge impact of my business. So everybody always tells you, you are the collection of the five people closest to you. There is, there is a truth to that. Your thinking changes, your approaching changes, the doors that open to you change. I always make the joke of in, in East Germany, we will be able to get things done and build things by trading Playboys page by page. Family story. I'll share that on the podcast at some point. But oh, wow. it's in, in the US, it's like, it's all about who you know and who you're connected with. If you don't have that support system that, that those people to rely on, yeah, things are just more difficult. I'm like, you talk about publishing, for example. I used to have a publisher for the book that's coming and they decided they canceled the book just because I asked them to do more than they wanted to do. Whole nother story. But again, thanks to my resources, thanks to the circle of friends I have, within 12 hours, I'm like, you don't even need to talk about canceling the book. It's fine. I take my copyright back. I take my IP back. I'm self-publishing this. Within 12 hours, I had the cover ready. I had the new title of the book ready. I had the new layout ready. We are already working on the manuscript and the book is going to be published April 2nd. Congratulations. Congratulations. Exactly. So, and that's that was such a reminder for me of, oh my God, look at the resources I actually have. Yes. Within 12 yes. hours, bringing a switch like that, yeah. Fabulous. So making sure you have the right people surrounding you and you're connecting to the right people is invaluable. I'm right there with you. So Stacey, where can people find you? Well, the easiest way to get to everything, including the free gift that I have for everyone is just to go to my website, which is Stacy S T A C E Y and A N N hall H A L L.com Stacy hall.com. Uh, you can find out about the book, Selling from Your Comfort Zone there. Okay. You can get to me through all my social media channels. And under courses, the very first course on that page is Eight Steps to a Sale, where I take everything that's in this book, condense it down into this is all you have to do if you want to get to a sale faster in a way that makes you feel that you're doing good in the world and it satisfies your soul. 
I love that. And guys, as always, the links are going to be in the description. So don't worry about it. Just click on it. And Stacy, thanks so much for joining me today. This was really fun. I'm looking forward to continuously following you online. And thanks everybody else for joining us.